Hello, fans of the podcast. Chris and Matt write a blockbuster, which is this podcast that you are all fans of, one presumes, because you are listening to it. Uh, and also, people who are listening for the first time who are going to become fans, you know, mm-hmm. this may be your first rodeo, but... Man, it is so great that they listen to this episode first and not l- the last episode first. Yes, well, because that one is... Uh, it well, is I, I totally with outside the premise of the show. Yeah, I don't want to say it's non-canonical because I mean everything's canonical. It's not like it's not like we were like pretending we were like different people or something. Like it was like all a dream sequence or something like that. It was canonical. It just didn't have anything to do with the general thrust of of this podcast, which is you know you and I, the titular Chris and Matt of the uh, titular podcast, this podcast. Of the uh, titular podcast, yep. you've you've listened to titular podcast, right? The podcast about titles. Yeah, there should be a. There probably is a podcast called that. For all I know, I mean, it makes sense. A podcast about titles. I mean, it's like top five titles for uh, mo- movies about our uh, movie titles with birds in them. You got okay, Iron the birds. Eagle. You got yeah, the birds. Iron Eagle, the crow, um, um, eagle eye. Yeah, and... Um, Birdman. Birdman, or The uh, Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If only every movie had the subtitle The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, how yeah. great would that be, huh? If, yeah, it'd be like, um, you know... I'm planning on tra- naming my firstborn child uh, <laughs> The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Yeah, it'd be like, um, you know, uh, The Diary of Anne Frank or The Unexpected <laughs> Virtue of Ignorance, <laughs> starring Frederick Marsh, I think he was... Or, or uh, some other people, some people. George Jessel was he in that? I don't know. I don't. In what Birdman? No, uh, the, the movie about the Diary of Anne Frank. They made a movie about it. I think Sony got an Academy Award nomination for it, maybe even won for it. Uh, but uh, here's another one: Moana or the Unexpected Virtue, uh, Virtue of Ignorance. Yep. Um, uh, Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Atomic Bomb or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. <laughs> That's a real mouthful, like a big old. Dick. A real mouthful. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why not? <laughs> maybe you're just doing a, like, in theory, maybe you're just doing a podcast episode about a lot of talk of a wrestling porn star, which meant a lot of talk of his, his uh, presumed giant penis. And then put that in my brain. I'm feeling saucy. You can call me uh, Ragu, because I'm feeling saucy. Okay, Ragu. Uh, uh, don't call well, me that. Uh, well, Ragu, I'm Matt of the Chris and Matt. And I am Chris, a.k.a. Ragu. And this is Chris and Matt, write a podcast. No, wait, damn it. It's Chris and Matt, write a blockbuster. It's also, we, we could also be calling it Chris and Matt, record a podcast. We should have just it, called it that. We should have <laughs> called it Chris and Matt, record a podcast. The most descriptive podcast in podcasting. If we, If this podcast, sort of, we ever, like, uh, you know, when we if we ever shut up shop on it, and we just want to continue doing something, we could just ch- do a podcast called Chris and Matt Record a Podcast. It'd be, you know, much more. It'd just be, you know, it's all there in the title. It's, you know, Chris and Matt recording a podcast. We could do whatever we wanted with that title because we'd always be living up to the title because we'd always be recording a podcast because every podcast is a recording of a podcast. It's impossible. This is, uh, one of those ideas that really makes me think, why didn't we just do that instead? <laughs> yeah, like, like if it was like, oh, 
we had to like we were like talking like let's think of some sort of like high concept hook let's not just be do a podcast where we just like fuck around and talk let's think of something that's like you know uh you know going to like you know give us a premise and then you, you do that and the next thing you know you're several months down the line you're saying why didn't we just do a podcast that was about recording a podcast but it's okay because we're instead doing a podcast about writing a movie it's gonna be a blockbuster just recording a podcast it's a podcast. There's no money in that. There's money in making a blockbuster movie. There's not any money in in doing a block, opening a blockbuster video. Not at this point when there's only one left and it's in Oregon somewhere. But, but this isn't Chris and Matt make a blockbuster or Chris no. and Matt open a blockbuster. No, we're writing a blockbuster. A blockbuster called Chris. Uh, wait, no, it's called. <laughs> Seth What's it called? Cole, Chris Seth and Cole. Matt Ballistic Reckoning. Oh, that would have been interesting. It, like it'd be very. Very, it'd be like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, that's what it would be like. It'd be like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> yeah, if that that could be down the line when we want to get self indulgent, and then we'll get even more self indulgent and make a movie basically just to uh, give our uh, like our our daughters and then their um, friends' daughter, uh, you know, like a movie or their daughters. Wait, are you friend, talking about Hoga, yoga hosers? Yeah, the the completely justified movie that stars um yeah is that movie called Yoga Hosers yeah. or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance colon the Justified movie yeah and many but, people went to see it thinking that it was a movie version of the TV show Justified oh yeah I mean that's a great show people would be disappointed though it's definitely what definitely isn't though is a fanny project for not for Kevin Smith and Johnny Depp but for their daughters uh, Harley Quinn and Lily Rose or whatever the fuck their names on. <laughs> Uh, did not see it. I'm sure it's terrible because I mean, if Johnny Depp's making mostly bad movies these days, how can his daughter do anything better when she does not have the, you know, same? She's never been Academy Award. Has Johnny Depp ever been nominated for Academy Award? I kind of yeah for he has. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh he actually is solid in that movie. Solid. Yeah, he's, he's solid as a rock. Yep, he is solid as um, a rock. He's as solid as the Rock, who's quite solid. You ever see that dude? He's ripped to shit. Yes, he certainly is ripped to shit. Anyway, <laughs> he's not in this movie though, but his co-star in Baywatch will hopefully be because we've been. Uh, oh yeah, Zach Efron, Zach, Efron. Zach Efron is Seth Christ. That's mm-hmm. the that's the goal casting. If we have to, you settle... know, it's weird. In my head, I don't imagine Zach Efron as the character. I imagine myself as the character. Mm. Is that weird? Uh, no. I mean, it makes sense. It's like you know, it's like wish. It's like. Uh, when I used to read Hardy Boys books, and I would imagine what the characters looked like, and for some reason I got in my head that the character of Chet, their friend who's always described as being fat, every single time he's mentioned, it's like all they ever mentioned is him being like a fat guy who loves food, and also mentioning how one of them just, like, all, all different, and they also mentioned their friend Tony's olive skinned. Anyways, uh, I got in my head when I was a kid somehow that Chet was Asian, but he wasn't, and then one time I saw a picture of him in the book, I was like, what the shit is this? I thought Chet was Asian. But my point I'm going to make is they have... Joe and Frank Hardy have two friends in the world. One is Chet and one is Tony. One of the Hardy brothers is dating Chet's sister and the other one's dating Tony's sister. So their two friends are the brothers of the girls that they're dating. That's their entire social circle, these two families. Like, they're dating their best friend's sisters. And everybody's just totally, like, think this is normal and, like, totally cool. And, like, nobody thinks it's weird that, like... Frank and Joe Hardy date their best friends and only friends' sisters, and the, their and like you know Chet and Con, Chet and uh, Tony's sisters are dating like the f- 
friends and like older brothers. I of, mean, like, can you blame these women? They're dating the Hardy Boys. I mean, they're great at solving mysteries. They well, certainly you know, are. I mean, who are they going to date? Tony or Chet? That would be even weirder. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if like you know, Connie Chet's sister was dating Tony, and whatever Tony's sister's name was dating Chet, it'd be even more just like you know, uh, less degrees of separation, and just be like, be like uh, a real weird situation. But you no, know, that's what I call a real weird situation. Yeah, it'd be a weird situation. It'd be premise for like a sitcom, which we could write. Let's do a sitcom after this. A sitcom that based on the Hardy Boys. That's about uh, Chet dating Tony's sister and Tony dating Chet's sister and the wacky hydrostatic suit. And then sometimes the Hardy Boys show up as like, you know, like, uh, com- they'll be like the Larry Daryl Daryl from Newhart. But mm-hmm. it'll be like uh, Frank and Joe. And they'll be like, eh, I'm Frank, this is my brother Joe. And like, you know, whatever sort of wacky antics and then like, you know, et cetera. But we, we, can't, be, we can't be writing that right now because we got to finish writing this movie. And we just had a huge thing happen in the last. A scene of the movie, uh, Seth Christ got coffee, and then also Dasha Slayer died. Rip. Rip, Dasha Slayer. Yeah, R.I.P. She's, yep. Uh, Zach Efron is ripped, but we're saying rip And to... Rip Tord is the bad guy, but we're saying rip to Dasha Slayer. Didn't the... realize how possible how that could possibly confuse anyone. Nope, never, ever. So needless to say, at this point in time, Seth Christ, he's in a tumultuous sort of emotions, but this, we're not going to be seeing Seth he's Christ. He's a tumultuous. Yeah, we're not going to He's a tumultuous emotions. Yeah, we're not going to be. Tumultions. We're not going to be seeing Seth Teen Christ. Emulsion. Teen dream emotion. <laughs> we're not going oh. to be seeing Seth Christ in this scene, though, really. Because yeah, sorry, fans of pecs and abs. Yeah. Unless you're all about that, um, the packs and ads of uh, one Joel Murray, <laughs> who maybe he'll get in more shape for this. He doesn't have to, though. We're not asking Joel Murray to get into great shape. In fact, I'm going gonna, gonna to say, do whatever you want. Let yeah. yourself go. Yeah, go go for it. You know, you can, you know, I mean, like, Blowfield wasn't like a Yeah, be like house. the Dickies. Go bananas. Yeah. You know, uh, be like a Herbie. Go bananas. Yeah, Herbie. be like love Herbie. Love. Fully loaded. Yeah, oh, yeah. So... Don't be fully loaded on set, Joel Murray. We can't have yeah. that happening. We don't want... That's mm. like... I mean, that's more like... I mean, talking about being fully loaded. I mean, Lindsay Lohan was in that movie, Herbie Fully Loaded. Talk about being fully loaded. I've seen... She had substance abuse issues is what I'm saying. I mean, I'm saying... I think she's got a new show coming out on MTV. Good luck to Lindsay Lohan. I hey, wish her the best. Yeah. Uh, good luck putting your string of unprofessional behavior behind you. But, I mean, she had to make that movie with Paul Schrader where she starred alongside a porn star. Uh, you know, she's paid her penance for her transgressions. And now she's ready to start anew. Maybe she and Amanda Bynes can star together in a new wacky sitcom where they play nuns on a run. It's on the run. It's called, wait, I think it's a how did this get made joke, damn it. Yeah, this is a great bit that you stole. I, it wasn't. It was parallel thinking that I quickly realized was that parallel thinking. Wait, are you telling me that you came up with the idea "nuns on the run" and another person came up with that idea too? Somebody, yeah, somebody else. They came up with it years before me, and I knew they did it, and I just had forgotten. And it <laughs> now you're fun. just calling it parallel thought. <laughs> well, it was because I was not. I didn't remember they did it. Until I had already started pitching the idea. You know what you might ask? How did this get made? This joke, that is. Yeah. 
One thing that will definitely not show up on how this is getting made is the movie Seth Christ Ballistic Reckoning because it's no. going to get made because it's got a great script and it's going to make a lot of money. Maybe it'll be like one of those episodes where like, no, actually, we love this movie. Like when they do with like the Fast and the Furious movies. It's like, no, these movies rule. We're just doing this in an act of self-indulgence because we don't want to do bad movies all the time because they're crazy, <laughs> those movies. They're... Anyways, this scene's all about setting up the evil plan of the WNBA led by Rip Torn that is going to be sort of like the catalyst for the action because it's an action movie and what, how do action movies end? The bad guys have a huge plan. Al Travalin mm-hmm. was doing his thing with his satellite and golden eye. Um, uh, what other shit happens in action movies? That's the only action movie I can think of. <laughs> uh, well, in the River Wild, uh, 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 a uh, raft gets out of control. Mm. I I mean, something happened in the movie version of the A-Team. I don't remember what it was that they were... I think I remember from the trailer, uh, Bradley Cooper in a tank uh, flying out of a helicopter. Yeah, that's like like the middle of the movie. That's not the day new... That's not the day new I didn't see the movie. I did. I I thought it was, you know, fine. I've been looking forward to it because I watched the A-Team show as a child. You had been looking forward to the A-Team movie. You wrote to Santa Claus and said, Santa, please bring me an A-Team movie for Christmas. And then he did, many years later when I was an adult. In the summer. Yeah. And it starred um, an MMA MMA fighter that never really acted much after that, um, Charlton Copley from District 9. Uh, And then Liam Neeson, before he started to really make a bunch of action movies, became an action star. And then, yes, Bradley Cooper and Patrick Wilson was the bad guy. What a weird casting. (laughs) Why would Patrick Wilson be the bad guy of the A-Team movie? I don't know. Why not? I mean, uh, also the sort of like, there's also uh, Jennifer Beale, isn't it? Uh, She is like a sort of love interest and also like a a lady military person. Anyways, the scene is at WNBA headquarters, which I think we said was like in a footlocker or something at some point. (laughs) All the... Gang, all that'll get ironed out. The gang's all there. Slugger McGillicuddy, Dipshit Giuseppe, <laughs> the rest. They're all milling about. They have, they're drinking coffee. Bebop and Rocksteady. Yep, Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, Baxter Stockman, the man who's also a fly. Uh, the Calendar Man. Yeah, um, Clock King, the Batman villain. Um, they're all mixing about. They're drinking coffee. They're eating donuts. They're waiting for Rift Horn to show up to start the meeting. They're gossiping about what they've been up to over the weekend. They're talking about Sharon and accounting. Who I mean, you gotta have an accounting department at the uh, you know the old WNBA. I mean, there's a lot of money coming in and out. They're a terrorist organization, but they're they're a prudent and responsible one. You know, they gotta take care of business because they're you know world domination is expensive. You gotta be watching that overhead. You You really want to make sure that your taxes are in line too, because you don't want to end up like an Al Capone type where they just get you on the Mm -hmm. taxes. But if you keep the taxes in line, Mm -hmm. you can really avoid a lot of problems. Yeah, then then you can get away with uh, killing the president, which they did earlier in the film. Again, we've talked about it before. This is an incredibly effective terrorist organization. <laughs> Very much so. Like they're super good. They and killed like, Paul Anka, who was the president, in a world where uh, Paul Anka was so beloved, they got rid of the rule you had to be an American citizen. To yeah, be and that you had to be thirty-five. Because yeah. he's less than thirty-five. Or hey, that's what it says on his resume. Uh, are you saying that in this future? You had to be the exact age of 35. It was like a Logan's Run situation where presence could only be 35. Once they turned 36. No, I'm saying he's younger than 35. Mm. I'd say Paul Lake is a cool 26. 
He's a regular Alexander, uh, whatever, Ocasio. Grand Bell. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Rip Torn shows up to start the meeting. He's like, gentlemen and ladies, because they you know this is a, well, a mixed um, organization. They have, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ladies as pimps too, as Jay-Z once said, but ladies is also terrorists too in this particular situation. He's like, <laughs> I've got the plan for how we're going to get a trillion dollars from the United States government we're going to be it's so fun to think that the the entire the entirety of their plan is just to get a lot of money and also to installers and they're going to install themselves as the sort of de facto government of these United States too they're going to double go double oh, whammy did we ever establish that early on no, this is their new plan going right now. Oh, they've, they've, they've got a new plan? They've sort of, they've got it. They've, yeah, their last plan was to kill the president, and now their new plan is to become the government. Well, the, killing the president was sort of a thing that happened. Their plan was to kill all those people at the uh, Hollywood Bowl doing, like, oh. the show or whatever. And, like, the, that was just sort of, like, to get things going, you know? Mm-hmm, that gonna, mm-hmm. And it's like, like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to um, uh, build a machine that will set off the volcano under Yellowstone, you know, that giant super volcano that would, like, destroy most of the United States if it ever exploded. Uh, it's been dormant for many, many years, but it's going to go off at some point. It's not a, you know, dead volcano. At some point it will go off, and then the United States yeah. is going to be fucked. And say, we're going to build a machine that will trigger that to happen. We've got the money. We've got the resources. i got our best scientist Dipshit Giuseppe working on it. Dipshit Giuseppe, meanwhile, just wiping his hands off with an oily rag. Yeah. He's like, I think I could do it. And it's like, and also we brought in uh, another scientist to help with it. And then uh, a a chair will turn around and it'll be Bill Nye, the science guy. He'll say, "Uh, technically, I'm not a scientist. I'm an engineer. And he says, that's close enough, Bill. And turns out, yes, Bill Nye is working with the group. And they'll say... If they, we don't, but we don't want to blow up because I know what good is that for us. We want them to pay us the money, it's, and so also, also to make sure we're not around when it happens and when it goes off. I yeah, we need it. We need a place to go when it's happening. So I was I, thinking we could like rent out a bowling alley and we could just hang out at the bowling alley while it's going on. Not just a and that way, alley. if anyone asks, we'll just be like, well, we were all bowling together. We hey. have security cameras that'll show off that we uh, have an alibi bowling alley out of zeppelin they'll be flying through the air bowling <laughs> yeah they'll be never mind you know what that was stupid of me they're on a, they're on a bowling alley in a zeppelin yeah that way they'll be off land when it happens like you know they'll be like on just like a like the zeppelin this big old zeppelin like you know mm-hmm. uh bowling you know having craft cocktails because uh you know uh sugar slugger mcgillicuddy he's a bit of a you know uh well, what the fuck do they call those people that make cocktails? Not a bartender. A mixologist? Yes. He's a bit of a mixologist. No, well, he is. Yep, he is now. Or we can just come oh. up with a new character instead of just come, using the same no, like, you couple know, no, of No, 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 no. It's like a He's yep. a mixologist. we got to give him that round character that we learned so much about. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the United States government will fork over the trillion dollars. We'll start... I'll start my... We'll, we'll take over... Um, uh, an island uh, and just like make that like our new NWNB like, headquarters and compound but also from there mm-hmm. we will run the United States government as a puppet government and then like somebody says hey boss how do you are you so sure that this plan's going to work and he says because we got somebody on the inside and then another chair turns around and it's dun 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 the vice president who we said who it was at some point is some musician but we've forgotten at this point it's who was Chris gonna... Gaines 
Yes, sure. It's Chris Gaines. It's Garth Brooks as Chris Gaines, but in the movie, he's just we'll we'll, we'll let him do a in thing. This, just, the, in the universe, Chris Gaines exists is, as yeah. a person. We're, and the credits not going to be like credited as Garth Brooks as Chris Gaines. We're going to credit Chris Gaines as Chris Gaines, like you know, yeah. to keep the mystery alive. It'd be like oh, it's Vice President Chris Gaines. I'll say it's like that's right. The Vice President is part of the WNBA. He's like we've he's in our pocket, and he'll make sure to push the well. He'll be we'll make sure to push the government. To, to push the president. I guess we could say, yeah, we'll say like he's the vice president because there was the president and then somebody else has taken over for the president. But that means that the new vice president is Chris Gaines, who is an operative. And the current president, I don't know, we'll say it's, um, um, uh, Jamer- no, Jamiroquai is not a person, it's a band. And- well, Jamiroquai is a per Like, well, what about Hootie? Sure, Darius Rucker. Okay, Hootie. Well, what about Sugar Ray? Yes, Mark McGrath is president. Fine. He no, 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 Sugar Ray. Oh, Sugar Ray. Um, how about um, I'm trying to think of. Let's see. Um, I don't know. I think Flea would make a good president. Maybe somebody who want to be. In the no, movie. I don't think that Flea would make a good president. But do you think we could get him in the movie? He has acting experience. Hey, if he'll be in the movie, he could be whatever he wants. All right. So if Flea wants to be in the, well, we we'll have. We'll have Flea play Sugar Ray. There. Yeah, and, but can Flea still do uh, a rendition of the national anthem on the bass? Absolutely. I mean, oh, he's going to be playing the president. I mean, it only makes sense. We'll worry that in, like, he'll be doing that like during the State of the Union or something. That's when they're mm-hmm. going to happen. That's when they're going to do this. They're going to do it during the State of the Union. They're going to break in, and then we'll have the vice president, who is um, Chris Gaines, will, like, push the president, like, you know, from the inside, like, you have to make this happen. And then, boom, once that happens, the, the WNBA... Led uh, by Chris Gaines will um, kill President Sugar Ray, like they killed Paul Anka, and then they'll control the government, and then they'll control the government of the United States, and they'll have trillions of dollars, and they'll have the United States government disposal, and they'll have their own island where they, and then like they'll just have a whole bunch of stuff going on, and they'll be like the most powerful organization in the world. They'll have achieved effectively world domination, uh, and the plan will, and, and then Rip Torn says. And the plan, uh, the plans are in motion, ladies and gentlemen. But the action, it goes into action. Uh, let's say T- t- Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> the, and it's like, and then somebody will say, "Gee, boss, we don't have much time then to build this machine capable of causing the." And he's like, "Don't." And worry. he says, "I didn't tell you which Tuesday." <laughs> and he leaves the room. Yeah, and then uh, and then and then he pops his head back in and says, "Oh, um, we got, we got a cake for um, uh, uh, Rebecca's birthday. Uh, it's you know it's a, it's it's a chocolate cake, but you know it's in the break room. Uh, so if you guys want to have a piece of cake, uh, go nuts. I'm I'm watching my figure, so I'm not having any. And somebody goes, "You look great, boss." And he goes, "Oh, I wasn't fishing, but I like what I got." And then everybody goes and has cake, and yeah, we watch uh, them have cake and gossip about the plan. They're all really that, super that, jazzed. That eats up about five minutes. Yeah. They're all super jazzed about the plan. They really think it's a good plan. They think it's sound. They think that they're going to pull it off. There's a little bit of skepticism. There always is. Nobody wants to be too overly confident. You want to keep that edge, even when you're in a terrorist organization who's planning to possibly blow up half the United States. And then they eat cake, and then somebody's like, you know... Uh, so Rebecca, how old are you? She goes, oh, I'm turning 29 again. And everybody mm. has a laugh, and that's when we can have the scene end with that. Uh, yeah, and then a slow fade on Rebecca's face. Yeah. 
And uh, we'll get some. Uh, we'll, we'll hire an unknown actress to play Rebecca. Let's let's let's, break, let's give somebody their big break by in the role of Rebecca. You know, one line and eating a piece of cake. We don't need to like. I mean, we got so many. Also, oh, I forgot the minions work at the WNBA. Some minions are gonna be strewn about doing miniony stuff during all that. Yeah, eating cake, saying banana. You get it. Yeah, but Rebecca is the real star of that scene there. Yeah. Good old, you know, we'll, we'll we'll cast. We'll do one of those Hollywood casting calls where they see like thousands of people for a role, and then we'll decide. Well, we, I mean, like, oh, I mean, we'll have our say in it. Obviously, I mean, we're the writers, but we'll have say as producers of the film. We won't be directing, presumably. Did we already decide? Oh yeah, Bob Balaban's going to direct. We hope now at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I hope we get Balaban. <laughs> Fingers crossed for that Balaban. Balaban, if you're out there listening, let us know. If you're a fan, if you are listening to this, tweet Bob Balaban. And ask him if he wants to direct uh, Seth, Seth Christ Christ's Ballistic Reckoning. Tell him that their number, their, the, the writer's number one choice for Seth Christ's Ballistic Bal- uh, Reckoning is Balaban. Say they they put it out there on the podcast and send him a link to the, this, this episode where we're saying, Balaban, we want you. Yeah. Please, Balaban. Uh, yep. Uh, hashtag Balafan. Yeah, hashtag Balafan. Hashtag Harry Balafante. <laughs> It's a different guy, but okay. Yeah, well, Belafonte is a different guy, but Belafonte, Belafonte, there's nobody. It's a sound. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, that's a great place to end. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just making noises now. So. <laughs> Chris is malfunctioning, so uh, be sure to check out other podcasts on the Gabber Gabber Media Network. Gabber Media Network. Many of they have Uh, several podcasts, like you know, uh, Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's about horror. Roach Coach. It's about um, like new metal rap rock of the '90s. Uh, They have one about anime. I don't know if that one's active, but I mean, the old episodes are still there. You can listen to podcasts that aren't making new episodes at the moment. They still they're still listen toable. So check them out and like. Uh, check us out. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at, at C and M rate a B, you know, uh, uh, follow us there. Let us know what you're thinking about the podcast. Let us know that you're out there listening. Let us know we're not just screaming into a void, uh, on this podcast, you know, and then, um, Hey, it's better than screaming into your pillow at night. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's better than screaming at random people in the street because you're just so full of anxiety. you feel like in aggression, you feel like you're going to explode and you got to take it out somewhere. And so you take it out at the person who didn't put enough uh, banana peppers on your chicken onion teriyaki at Subway. So you talk so much about Subway. You can tweet at me at M. Shibkowitz. I'm at Chris X Morgan. And subscribe to the podcast wherever subscriptions to podcasts happen. Uh, you know. Yeah, why don't you, you know, talk to your doctor about a prescription to this podcast? Yeah, the only pres- if you know, if you... They, if they say that the the only cure for what you have is more uh, laughter and insight onto the Hollywood process, the <laughs> number one podcast for that is um, probably Script Notes with John August and Craig Mason. But uh, number two is Chris and Matt write a blockbuster, which is the podcast you're listening to right now. You don't need to tell us that, or we don't need you. don't need us to tell you that, and you don't need to tell us that either because we know. So please don't tell us that. And uh, so yeah, that's it for uh, episode seventeen. Oh, Chris and Matt write a blockbuster. Uh, the movie's really hotting up, as they say in Britain. Uh, and we will see you next week off Wiedersehen.